Welcome to our Hendricks County Conversations with Rick Myers and Gus Piercy. This afternoon, our guest is Kelly Benedetto, who is the Executive Director of the Danville Chamber. Kelly, welcome. Thank you. Uh, have quite a bit of questions for you. We know that uh, you know last year you you're actually um, your first year was last year, 2020. What a year to be a what a year to have a first year. Yes. And so we have some several questions that we want to talk to you about in regards to that, but we also want to get a little more in depth on, on the future of the chamber, Danville Chamber, kind of your vision. So um, talk to us a little bit about that wait, first wait, year. Wait, before we go for any further, are we getting a Starbucks? We are getting a Starbucks. That is crazy. Going in where the old Burger King? Yes. Was? Yes. Burger okay, King. Okay, I, I can live now. Okay. Yes. We are we are we are good and final. Did you want to say something about who we're sponsored by today? Yes, we uh this podcast is presented by Hendrix Power Cooperative and also uh presented by Abstract and Title. <laughs> this is so great. So uh, we're done now. I, I we got the Starbucks information and we're good. We're good. <laughs> Don't you think that's great? I think it's great. Yes. <laughs> And you're a former employer of Starbucks. Yeah, so yeah, bur- yeah Danville, I was a barista been, for years. You wouldn't yeah. have had to drive to Brownsburg. That's right. So I'm excited as all get out. I worked at Starbucks for 10 years. So, 10 years. So That's that it. was uh, uh, fantastic that we're going to get one. And it'll just make me going, I don't have to go anywhere, everywhere else. Yeah, well, my teenage daughter is very excited about it. However, I'm not so sure her wallet is as excited about it being close than having to drive to Avon. So. It just proves that once you get a Walmart, the world is your oyster, right? <laughs> Am I right about that? You're right. I, I, so I, so I, I, but, but let's go back to 2020 in your first year. Yes. Um, first year was exciting. Uh, I, you know, Rhonda, the Brownsburg Chamber Director, and I often joke, um, the good thing was that we didn't have a normal, so it wasn't a new normal for us. Um, we didn't have many expectations. Um, it was all new to us, so the shift, I think, was um, fairly simple for us um, to make this year. Um, but you know, what I'm most excited about is um, Danville didn't lose any businesses. Um, we, everybody has stayed open. Um, we had one that decided to retire, basically stay home with their kids. But, um, within that immediately, um, we had a new business that came in and, uh, purchased, uh, took over where she was and, and kind of replaced her immediately. So I'm very excited about that. We, we gained some too, right here in Danville. We and I did. say we, because I live in Danville, so we did. So we gained, um, we've got uh, the ice cream shop, which um, has become a new community spot. Um, we've got the tap room, which, um, Central Normal Tap, which is a local bar, basically. Um, and then, um, uh, obviously, Radiant Skin moved in. I'm excited about that. We just had a new doggy daycare open. And so one of the uh, scooter guy, um, I can't think of his business name, but the scooter's right off the square. Um, and so, yeah, we're, we're growing. Um, and I think we're, ex- 
Rama Kef will be even growing even more, I think, this year. Kelly, I know, and I'm full disclosure here, I'm, I sit on the uh, Danville Chamber Board, and so I've gotten to know a, a lot of the things that Kelly's interested in, in pursuing in her, in her role, but I know one of, your, uh, one of your visions is to bring in more business in, on the square. Um, talk to us a little bit about how you've been able to accomplish that, because you really have chased business and, and sat down with them, which I've been extremely impressed with. So, <laughs> Thanks. Um, no, that was one of my um, personal goals when I started this job, was I wanted to see every spot on the square filled. Um, currently, we have one spot open, um, and I have met with architects and I've met with restaurant owners. I've brought restaurant owners, gone to restaurants and said, hey, would you consider moving to Danville, um, and brought them there. And um, so we're in the process of negotiations um, between the restaurant and the building owner to possibly fill our last space, which is um, Diesel's the old Diesel's building, which a lot of people that live in Danville have recognized that, and then the space next to it. One of the exciting things that I think about the restaurant that's wanting to go in there is they're also looking at the second floor for event space, for large parties and those kind of things. So I'm very excited about that. Um, so yeah, and um, getting more involved with the Hendricks County Academic Development Partnership, um, they have been absolutely great to work with. Um, Laura and uh, Victoria have been great with me looking at grants and those kind of things to make our buildings more ADA compliant and those kind of things and helping entice businesses to move to Danville. What, what has their move to Danville meant to, to, to you? I mean, has it enhanced that relationship or...? Um. Well, because they moved to Danville just about the time we really kind of got started, I got started. Um, I don't, I don't know that it's enhanced it more than it already would. I, Victor, uh, Laura and Victoria, I met Victoria my first month on the job. She and I went to an um, economic development class up at Ball State for a week, so we got to spend the week together. So she and I started immediately with a great working relationship. So. Back to the square. So if there was one business, dream business, that you could bring to that square, what would it be? Gosh. Um, well, I mean, obviously my next thing is the restaurant. Um, I think we need another good dinner place. Um, a little more variety um, than what we have. Um, I, I would like to see, um, a friend of mine lives in Florida and has a wonderful shop. It's um, like a, I would say, gift shop slash crafting store. Um, and she is just pumping out the business left and right, but it's a place for people to go. It's, um, they can paint pottery, they do signs. It does a lot of what some other things communities do, but more of a community space and that kind of thing. So I think that would be um, a destination for, for people. And obviously that's what we're trying to do with the squares, make it a destination. Absolutely. You're wanting to attract those unique retail outlets and, uh, and, and also have restaurants and those kinds of things to where people want to travel from all over 
central Indiana. To Absolutely. I just had a gentleman um, about a week ago, I mean, maybe two weeks ago, call me, and he loves the area. Um, he doesn't live in the area. He's retired. He's had several businesses, and he's fully retired now, and he's young. And he said, I love the town. What does the town need? I would love to bring a business to Danville. And I, that, to me, is extremely exciting to say, okay, we just say, hey, we're looking for this. So that's one of the things I would love input from the community is what does the community really want to see? I, Starbucks, and they came, you know. But what what else does the community see as a need for, for us in Danville? Okay. Back to 2020, just briefly, challenges, what you learned from that experience, what you're taking into 2021, and then hopes for... 2021, maybe some things you couldn't have done, weren't able to do last year, that you may be more able to do. So one of the other things that I really wanted to do was having more of a personal touch with each, each business. Um, well, that's I, difficult in it, COVID. Yes, it was extremely difficult. <laughs> <laughs> extremely difficult. But that was one of my big things is that I wanted to be... A, have a personal relationship with all of the businesses, not just be somebody that they called um, when they needed something or when I called and said, hey, I need a sponsor. Um, and so really to dive in and see what their needs were. Um, so obviously that was a huge challenge. Um, but the biggest thing that I learned, um, I have always loved our community and that's part of the reason I was so excited about taking this job was because of my love for our community. Our community completely stepped up. When you put it out there that restaurants, you know, were closed, they were struggling, you know, carry out. Our community completely stepped up and supported our restaurants and helped them make it, make it through. You're listening to Hendricks County Conversations with Rick Myers and Gus Piercy. Uh, this podcast is presented by Hendricks Power Cooperative and Abstract and Title. Um... That's great, Kelly, and that's. I think we all we all look at Danville as a community that's going to rise to the occasion when when the chips are down a little bit, and and that certainly was evident um, certainly last year. Um, so again, twenty twenty one. What are you looking at? You know, any new programs? Hopefully, we'll have a golf outing. We will. We will have a golf outing May 7th. I'm super excited about that one. Um, I was really bummed when we had to cancel that last year um, because of COVID, so excited about that. Um, our evenings in Ellis, um, which completely took off last year, we had um, higher attendance than ever. Um, started looking at bands and some different things for that, so I'm uh, excited about that. Uh, we're changing up Winterland a little bit, um, adding um, a walking space um, so that people can park, get out of their cars, check out lights and, and those kind of things, um, which I think um, will kind of bring in a little bit of what some other communities are doing with the walking areas and those kind of things. Um, and we're just looking more at um, what businesses need and meeting their needs um, and, and really diving into what are the trainings and programming that they're meeting this year? Were numbers up for Winterland this year? They were off the charts. Yeah, because we took my grandson, and I literally saw you standing out directing traffic. <laughs> I'm 36, and um, 
But it just, I've, I've never experienced being backed up no. in traffic like I was this year. It was, um, it was amazing. It was, and, and I think that the 500 not having theirs um, helped us a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. And then, um, but it was interesting for me to have feed people stopping and giving feedback and saying, hey, this was so much more family oriented. We're coming here next year. You know, we always go to the 500. Um, the 500's expensive. It, it is, it is. Very expensive. You know, for through the week, Monday through Thursday, we're only $5, you know. Um, there was a, um, a bus, and it was a family, and he said he had, I think he said he had 10 children, um, but he was a small gray bus. And I had seen the bus come through a couple of times, and so I, I asked him, I said, you've been good for more before, haven't you? He said, yes. He said, but my family just loves it. And he said, I, there's nothing that we can do for this price that our family enjoys more. So, um, so they had come through several times. So it was kind of fun to see them come through. Now, did you have to give up, you had to give up the golf outing. We had to give up the golf so outing. So there was some fundraising issues, I would assume, in 2020. There were. Because um, you guys, the Chambers didn't qualify for PP. P. No, we did not qualify for the first round of PPP because we are 501c6s. Okay. okay. Um, 501c3s qualified, however, 501c6 did not. Um, in the second round, they they are qualifying. Um, oh, to right. my understanding. So. Okay. That's um, so that's a that's a positive note. But yeah, fundraising was, um, and, and it was a little harder for me to go out and ask for businesses' support when. They're shut down, or they're you know they're struggling themselves. Um, but I will say we did end on a positive note um, this year, which I was extremely proud of and excited about. <laughs> That's awesome. That's fantastic. So, so I have a question: what um, what kind of things would you like to see Danville as a town do in order to increase business or um, as far as variety or stuff like that, what would you like to see some Danville? What, um, what would be three things you would like to see the, count, the, the town council do or the government do that would help with uh, business? So one of the things that they're in the process of doing is actually looking at a traffic study. Um, and that traffic study, I think, will really help dictate the future of where things are placed within Danville. Our town council, I think, is more open to uh, change and, and positive growth um, and just um, an all-around community sense than, than I've seen in a while. Um, I think that everybody seems to be on the same page there. Um, I, I would love to see one of the things... Um, the, the state did an assessment, and we have two pieces of property out off of um, 36 that are prime for development, um, for commercial development. And so um, looking at that, looking at that, one of the other things that we're also doing is actually looking at the airport. So um, I came... You mean Gordon Graham? Gordon Graham. Yeah. Um, and one of the, I came across a study that was done when Gordon Graham was actually coming in mm -hmm. and, and some things were being changed with it. And the possible 
economic development that could happen around uh, around Golden Graham. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some opportunities there. If you look at um, Hamilton County, you know, up off 32, um, they've brought in some things that have been really positive impact. Um, one of the other things that um, has been kicked around and talked about, and it's kind of been a personal dream of mine even before I took the chamber, was to get a small boutique hotel in Danville. That would help our 4-H um, complex because um, we he loses a lot of overnight things because um, he's, he doesn't have a hotel close by. Or if they do come and they do have a weekend thing here, a lot of those people are then going to back to Avon or Plainfield to stay, whereas we'd like to see them stay in the community. So <clears throat> there's a hotel in um, Muncie, Indiana that um, partners with the Ark of Indiana, which um, helps train people with special needs for um, careers within that service industry. And um, we've talked to um, Sycamore Services and we they need job placement for their for their um, clients for their clients. And um, this would actually serve as um, a, a basically a place for employment for that client, the, that clientele as well as um, serve a need of um, filling filling some rooms here in Danville. So what's the what's what's the speed bump on getting a hotel? Because that's been talked about for it several has. years. It has. Well, and I think that um, really Danville needed to become more of a destination before some of the um, some of the larger hotel chains would even consider it. Um, but I will tell you that there are some people now that are very interested in seeing that happen. And also a hotel owner that has one in the county already that is interested in seeing that happen. Because so. you can't. I mean, it's hard to quantify exactly what that 4-H Fairgrounds does in terms of business with horse shows. and. Absolutely. I mean, it's amazing what what they are able to do. they the uh, TP thing, the Native American, you know, festivals and those. I mean, absolutely, they really have a great space. And I know that 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 hotel's been talked about at least ten years. Yes, and so. and it just it it's kind of frustrating when these things kind of get uh, stymied for for whatever reason. I mean, uh -huh. I, you know, I know we got to have a private partner involved in something like that, but. I think um, I think everybody seems to be on the same page right now, and and really looking at moving that forward um, is is my understanding from what I'm gathering from the owners, um, property people, and um, in the town council. So, one of Rick's favorite questions to ask, and I ask this almost on every interview, is what keeps you awake at night. Concerning the chamber, of course. Um, who who am I not reaching, and who am I not helping? Um, you know what what am I not doing that people need? What am I not doing that businesses need, and how can I um, reach them, and how can I help them? Do you concern yourself with this courthouse changing? What do you mean by the courthouse changing? Them moving. Like the courthouse not being the courthouse, um, the seat of government. 
and I Hendricks that County. Never happens. Oh, I know. We, I um, that would keep me awake. Now I've got that, to give you a reason to stay now, awake. Now, you, now, you, now you've got me awake. <laughs> you know, we've got the wonderful government center and everything that, that it used to be all pretty much housed in, in the courthouse. So I hope that, yeah, I hope that we, we, we keep that and, and we figure out a way to make it work, you know, with other satellite offices if need be or, or that kind of thing if, if they grow to the point where they think they need to move. But, um, no, it, the courthouse should remain there. What do you think about the, what do you think the traffic study will, what do you expect them to find out about traffic? Well, I think any growth that we have on the other side, um, I think we're going to have to figure out ways to move traffic around. Um, if you've ever driven up the hill at 5 o'clock at night, you know, um, obviously there's a little bit of a backlog there. The hill by the park, yeah. You're listening to Hendricks County Conversations with Rick Myers and Gus Piercy. Our guest today is Kelly DiBenedetto, the Executive Director of the Danville Chamber. This podcast is presented by Hendricks Power Cooperative and Abstract and Title. Kelly, we're going to wind up here, and there's some, you know, w with every person behind an organization, there's a personality. And we always, uh, one of the things we pride ourselves here in Henry, in with the Hendricks County Icon, and the business leader is really trying to probe that personality and finding out what makes that individual tick and passion. Now, I know you're extremely passionate about the chamber and the work that you do. What else are you passionate about in life? Um, so, a lot of people don't know this, um, or a lot of people do, I'm not sure. Um, I have a daughter who was born um, deaf, or hard of hearing, and then had gone deaf. Um, and through that, we learned that hearing aids were not covered by insurance. And so we created a nonprofit to buy hearing aids for children. Um, so I have a huge passion for um, children with hearing loss and deafness. Um, I sit on the board for the Indiana School for the Deaf. I'm actually chairman of the board there. Um, so that's another really big passion of mine personally. Um, my children and, and that and my husband. Okay. Outside of that, are there any anything else that you just enjoy doing? I know you, you, you love watching sports. I know your daughter's... A yep. swimmer. In fact, she's. I, I think she just. If I if I understand correctly, she accepted the scholarship. She did. She committed to Bethel University up in Mishawaka, Indiana, to okay. swim up there. Super excited about that. But. Okay. Uh, family. Family is my number one one passion. Um, doing things with my family, watching my family do things, um, spending time with my family. We boat and and those kind of things. But family time is is my number one. And you're and you're a native of Hendricks County. You grew up and graduated from from Brownsburg. Yes, correct? yes. Uh, my father actually has lived in Brownsburg his an entire life. So um, very strong roots in Hendricks County. So you you know you probably grew up in an era where where these communities and you know I, I refer to them as the Big Four: Brownsburg, mm -hmm. Danville, Plainfield, and Avon were a little more parochial than what they are now. Could you have ever imagined yourself? Back in high school, saying I'm going to be the executive director of the Danville Chamber. No, never, never in a million years would it. And honestly, I don't know that if you would have asked me two years ago if this was something I would have even thought about um, and considered. But 
um, you know, the, the saying, you never work a day in your life, you do something you love, and I definitely love what I've fallen into here at the Chamber, so. That's great, that's great. Well, Kelly, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, again, you've been listening to Hendricks County Conversations with Rick Myers and Gus Piercy, uh, presented by Hendricks Power Cooperative and Abstract and Title. By the way, uh, Hendricks Power is committed to our youth scholarship program for graduating seniors who are looking to continue their education are available. Uh, six $1,500 scholarships, in fact, to students whose parents are Hendricks Power Cooperative members and have a GPA of 3.0 or above. Applications are due March 5th, and to apply, visit HendricksPower.com. We will see you next week.